Greetings and welcome to episode 9 of Blow and Win with the Great Sun the Brain Fart. This time around we're talking to Jess, lead vocalist for Jess and the Ancient Ones. Known primarily by one name and one name only, Jess is the lead vocalist for Finnish psych rock masters, Jess and the Ancient Ones. She's also a singer, a songwriter, a mother, and she's just an all-around badass, to be honest. It was really cool of Jess to take the time out to talk to me, even though she had the flu, and it was a real treat. Jess doesn't usually do press at all because she, you know, she's pretty shy and generally hasn't been her thing in the past, but because of our friendship, she felt comfortable opening up and just having a nice, casual conversation with me. It was really cool because we talked about her future plans of even doing some of her own material. We talked about her role as Jess and the Ancient Ones lead vocalist. And yeah, we just talked. It was great. And I hope you'll enjoy this episode of Blow and Win with the Great Southern Brain Fart featuring Jess from Jess and the Ancient Ones. I appreciate you doing this and taking the time to uh, uh, do my little podcast here. Thank you for doing this. Well, so it's so interesting because I've got the chance to talk to uh, uh, Mr. Corpse, and you know we got to talk about all kinds of cool stuff, just in the ancient mm-hmm. ones. But uh, I notice that you don't do a whole lot of press or interviews. Um, do you like doing them, or is it kind of like? weird for you uh, it's weird though but yeah I, I like this because you're kind of a, you're, you're a friend so it's easy to do this it doesn't feel any awkward but yeah, yeah in the beginning of the just and the ancient ones I had that kind of line that I, I I didn't want to do any interviews and somehow it kind of we grow when we get older mm. and and you get different kind of thoughts about things and and yeah now i'm willing to do interviews that's actually really cool well first off i love i love that we've become friends over the years because it's such a rare thing i always tell people that um when you get to become friends with one of your favorite all-time bands you know and so it's always a very neat thing but what i also love about that though is that it kind of gives me the opportunity not just as a friend but as a fan of the music to kind of get a little um deeper you know and more acquainted mm. with the um the artist and like you know the artist in you and like what it is that the creative process and things like that and um one of the things i wanted to ask you about was something that you had told me about earlier was that Mm. you've been working on some of your own like compositions and whatnot is Mm. this something that's new for you because i know that uh tommy or mr corpse is the songwriter mainly in just an ancient ones and he told me how the process usually works about how he'll bring in an idea and he will um, 
you know, basically everybody in the band gets to kind of mm. get their input. Now, you're kind of working on something yourself right now, too. Um, mm. What is that about? Like, what, 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 what inspired you to, do, to, to try your own composition? Well, uh, when my husband, he bought me a piano, like in 2010, I don't know, mm -hmm. or 2012, mm -hmm. many, many years ago. And um, I went to the piano classes when I was younger, mm -hmm. but I did, never didn't learn any, you know, the theoretical part of it because I had so good ear that I could, you know, when the teacher played something, so I played after her. Right, you know? right. I'm going there where the fence is low, as we say in Finland. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and... Uh, I just I have, I've been doing this my songs a kind of song song uh, singing songwriter songs with the piano uh -huh. in like five six years now and I want to make something concrete you know an album because I know I have to I have the capacity what's the word uh -huh. the ability or the capacity the ability yeah. yes yes the ability to do it so mm -hmm. is it going to be similar to like the sound of the Jess and the Inksha ones or is it going to be something that's a little more like how would you describe what you, it is that you're looking to do on your own uh, well uh, I'm I'm not good to categorize things mm -hmm. and and but it's kind of rock or blues and like mm -hmm. Timo Timo from the Jesse the Ancient Ones we he had, had he had he helped me to do we had played those songs like a year ago in mm -hmm. a rehearsal place and he said like the Nick Cave meets Kate Bush or something oh like yeah okay but, um, but, um, but now because I learned to play guitar and my my dream is to play guitar in my own project so uh -huh. I'm, it's taking it to a kind of different kind of way mm -hmm. like a different direction yeah 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 that's really interesting because, you know, I always wondered, though, especially with your involvement with Jess and the Ancient Ones, you guys have been busy, very busy lately, it seems. Um, my first time even really getting introduced to you guys was shortly before you toured North America with King Diamond. So um, I was as excited to see you guys as I was King Diamond. <laughs> The audiences seemed to really receive you guys well, and that was your first time touring the States. For you being the front person, you know, like the mm. singer right up front, um, how was that for you to kind of play to an American audience for the first time when you're more used to playing to European audiences? Was there much of a difference or like... What was that like for you? Of course, it was exciting because I don't know if states they weren't heard about us, uh -huh. and we we were wondering how would be how how are they going to act when they're going to see us. Uh -huh. So. A little bit nervous, yes, but uh, at the same time, I had my personally, 
I have a kind of growing moment because before that I didn't really enjoy, you know, doing shows uh-huh. to perform, and and when we got there, I just came. Uh, I had a daughter with me, and and she was like eight months back uh-huh. then. And something in me like snapped. Like I have to be, for example, and and show to my da- daughter how to do things, you know. Mm-hmm. So it was very inspiring and growing experiments. The King Diamond, the whole King Diamond thing. Mm-hmm. Because it was so fascinating to me. Because when I saw you in Atlanta. Um, a friend of mine came down from North Carolina, which is probably it's probably about six hours he drove to come mm. down to the show, and he was yeah. equally as excited to see Just in the Ancient Ones, and we just thought everything about your performance as a front person is just so captivating, you know, and like it really captures your attention and just even watching in the videos like from other shows as you the band has grown over the years you really have developed a comfort it seems like Mm. to being in that role um Mm. do you have to do anything to kind of get you into that mindset before you go on stage or does it just kind of just happen very naturally for you it just happens. Of mm. course, I have rituals before the show, all the warming up the voice and doing my makeup mm-hmm. and putting my my dress on and stuff like that. <laughs> but I don't. I don't know. I I love it. Mm-hmm. I love to be badass. You know. Yeah. Because Jess is a badass. <laughs> that's and that's funny because that was one of the questions I was going to ask you. Is that you know is there there seems to be a difference between Jess and Jasmine. You know, kind of mm-hmm. like how there's a difference between Alice Cooper on stage and Alice Cooper off stage, you know? <laughs> like, would you agree with that? That, like, when you're on stage, it's almost like you become a, a different entity of sorts. Yes, maybe. Or something, something, I'm still me, but something changes, you mm-hmm. know? Like, you're still yourself, obviously, but, like, a different kind of energy kind of takes mm, over, mm, and it's, it almost like you, 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 you know, I, I know, like, when I perform on stage, I, mm. sometimes I don't feel like, like, I wouldn't act that way always like just in a normal situation you know what i'm saying like i feel very like like the music moves me and it makes me move and you know and and, and feel a certain way um and when that feeling's gone like it's like immediately i want it back (laughs) you know so Mm -hmm. um you guys have been doing a lot of shows lately though so like when you when you play festivals correct like mm-hmm. you know you're playing with like a lot of other bands and then when yeah. you play as just just in the ancient ones by yourselves mm-hmm. say it's like maybe like with like one other band mm-hmm. is there one that you like better than the other no i can't say so because of course, there's differences, and there's a different kind of situations, and and but the people, the crowd, uh-huh. they're like uh, it doesn't matter is it festival or our show or how, but 
the energy of the audience it kind of can't be same right you know you know what i'm trying to tell you Uh like there can't be just you know uh, sorry my bad english no you're doing great (laughs) i'm trying i'm trying like there's like individuals individuals like you are like your own i'm like me right and so the crowds you know every crowd mm-hmm. is different correct and the energy is different so i because uh, of course in the festivals there's more people mm-hmm. and less people when we do like just in the ancient ones in glo- in clubs or right. so mm-hmm. i don't know is there one that you favor more? Like, do you like playing to them? To, to do you feel more comfortable playing to? Because I know some some artists prefer mm. big crowds, and then some artists yeah. say, "Oh, I like the smaller, intimate crowds because you know they feel more connected to the yeah. audience." You know, um, is there or? or is there one that you have a favorite of or do you kind of feel like they're both the same as far as like it depends it's kind of they're kind of the same it depends about the energy of the crowd Mm -hmm. you know if there's like five people and they're going nuts then like 100 people or 1000 people who don't go nuts Mm -hmm. you know but yeah but of course like when we went to the North America and there were big crowds, we don't have that kind of crowds in Finland when we do right. tours. So I think it's not so personal then. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So you kind of have to pick up faces from the crowd to get, you know, some energy. You know, that's in, that's so interesting that you said that, because I remember I watched an interview with Bruce Dickinson from Iron mm. Maiden uh, one time, and he said that when he plays on stage, mm. like, what he likes to do is look for the farthest face in the audience that he can find yeah. and make eye contact with that person and say, like, you, I'm watching you, you know, and the guy's like... Yeah. Me? <laughs> You're watching me? You know? And he said the guy's like way in the back, you know? But he's like, that's yeah. the, that's where you get that energy. And I mm. feel the same way as like, as far as playing, you know, like my band plays to like 20 people sometimes. But mm. when we play to 20 people who are like really into it, it's so much yeah. cooler than playing to 100 people where like, 20 people are into it you know what i mean because yeah, yeah, then you're just yeah. like why are the rest of you here just yeah. go home <laughs> you know yeah. and like yeah. let these people enjoy it you know but um well that's really cool because you know i i've watched a lot of the youtube shows and whatnot you know like people filming you guys on mm-hmm. youtube and stuff and the live performances seem to have gotten so much stronger over the years, which says a lot because, you know, I fell in love with Just in the Ancient Ones the first time I heard you and getting to see you live was this really magical experience. But then to see you guys performing live now, 
it's like there is so much growth and energy mm. and the funny thing is that you guys have even lost two members so now you've gone from like seven to five but yet yeah. got better which doesn't usually <laughs> if that makes sense it doesn't translate mm. a lot of times like sometimes like it's like oh if you lose members of a band you might not play as good you know but mm. Jess and the Ancient Ones seemed to find this new power with just being five um yeah how do you like it compared to being um the seven that you were well i feel that it's so long time ago mm -hmm. so, so i don't remember it has been a while yeah 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 but i don't know we have so good environment in our band mm -hmm. and the five people are very, very commit we have a commitment mm -hmm. to the band so it feels natural good mm -hmm. and of course uh, when we were seven it was harder to get to place a from place b because <laughs> so it, it's like logistically it's harder to make mm. things happen yeah, you know when yeah. it's like it's 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 not like it's not like more is more you know like yeah, less is yeah. more actually in this case you know but it's probably easier to travel now too yeah, now there's only yeah. five seven mm -hmm, seven people true. in a van is a lot of people yeah that's <laughs> yeah. true now we get in the car we all get into that kind of normal car <laughs> as opposed to a big van <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. now um are there any plans for just the ancient ones to return to the united states at all i know i asked mr corpse this and yeah. he said maybe and i said well maybe i'll ask my friend jess and maybe she'll have a secret or something but i don't know <laughs> yeah, i hope so i really hope so mm -hmm. but it's it's hard to get there, you know. Yeah. The flights are expensive and we don't have any person in states who would kind of do this kind of things for us. Like a promoter, basically. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. Because we, I know we, we can't make it on our own. Yeah, it's so hard because so many of my favorite bands, like you guys, Graveyard, you know, Graveyard's one of the few bands that are like, you know, I feel like all my favorite bands don't live in America. So, I, you know, I've jokingly <laughs> said I need to just move to like Finland or Sweden yeah, so I can just see you guys all the time. You know, I'll just like, maybe you can just let me crash on your couch or something, you yeah. know, but... Um, welcome, you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> but just for a little while, I'm sure I'll get on your nerves after a <laughs> while but um but no but i've heard from so many european bands that it really is it's very costly it's hard to come over um to the states but has there ever been talks of maybe coming over as like a package tour do you know what i mean like with like other bands and stuff maybe like getting together and or even coming as mm -hmm. an opening act but i would assume yeah. it would have to be someone like big like king diamond where it would make it worth your while to come over you know yeah yeah that's a good idea but i haven't heard about those kind of conversations uh-huh 
we just need to have this yeah. conversation because I want to see y'all back here. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so. The the album has been out for a little while now. Um, yeah. I thought it was a brilliant piece, be, but it was not the album I was expecting yeah. you guys to make because, like, I got so what used. What you were expecting? Well, you know, because and it's a good thing because I think that when you when you love a band and you're used to the mm. type of music that they're making, you kind of have this like expectation of like, mm. oh, I bet the next album is going to be like this. And then, you know, when the previous album, you know, we had like, you know, what was it? Goodbye Virgin's Grounds Forever, which yeah. was this like incredible 20 minute piece. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, like the songs were like two and a half minutes long. And I was like, <laughs> oh no. I was like, Am I gonna like this? And then all of a sudden, I listened to it, and it was brilliant. It was absolutely brilliant, you know. So, but um, now that you've had some time with it, like, do you look back on that record and kind of say, like, I wish we would have done something a little differently, or are you just very happy with it? I'm very happy with it. Yeah, I'm very very happy with it because I remember when the. The last album, the second psychedelic coming, mm-hmm. the, I did I didn't like the the vocal sound of it. Interesting. Can you tell me more mm-hmm. about that? Because I never thought about well, that. Well, I don't know. It's so it processed somehow. I liked like it in natural and raw. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. So this is much better better now oh you meant more in the production yeah. side right yeah. like that yeah. that yeah. sounded processed okay see i didn't catch yeah. that though but okay okay I, i'm sure but i'm so you know yeah. with my voice i'm so nothing mm-hmm. you know you can always be better of course when you're talking about when you're talking about just singing but that was the kind of producer thing i uh, so in the horse and other weird tales, uh-huh. there's nothing much to done to the voice, right? Anything, anything else? Because the the sound, the sound in the beginning, they were you know so good, uh-huh. so don't have to really do anything to them. Because I did notice that the the horse and other weird weird tales was. Mm. A uh, much raw. Yeah, it sounded yeah. much more raw, and and even more than the first album. Like the first yeah. album sounded to me, even though the first album sounded very natural, and it almost yeah. sounded kind of analog sounding. Like yeah. like the horse really commit to me kind of sounded like really raw and like like I've always said like that you know your your vocal intro in in. Uh, uh, the Shining was like, mm-hmm. I, I, like I just love to sing along. Of course, I sound like a dying chicken when I sing it, but um, <laughs> it, but like I could feel, you know, that there was definitely more like of an energy and a confidence in yeah. your voice than in the previous albums. Um, yeah. Did that confidence come from just playing more and you know touring more or whatever or? Because I know as a singer for myself, I'm very 
judgmental of my voice, you know, like, yeah. I, like I, I, yeah. I'm not the kind of person that says like, I have a great voice. It needs no work. Like every time I hear myself sing, but I go, you have, you have, and I know it. Oh, I love that. <laughs> and I've got audio proof that one of my favorite singers likes my voice. <laughs> but, but you know, it's a singer though, right? Every time you hear yourself, you go, oh, I could do that better. I could do that. I could do better, mm, you know? Yeah. And it kind of pushes you to do better. So like going into say like the next album's worth of material, what would you find yourself doing to kind of push yourself more? I mean, does that make sense? Yeah, but first I want to answer that first question about what was interesting. Mhm. About yeah, the confidence Yes. Part, of course, the singing is a it's psychophysic. You, it's different to play instrument uh-huh. like guitar or bass because uh, when you sing, that you you are your instrument, and everything affects to it. You know, if you have mentally bad day, or you have worries, anything. If you're happy, it you can hear it in your voice uh-huh. and uh, I don't know I I usually after we have recorded an album I'm I'm happy for a little while you know uh-huh. but then when you because the singing is a whole life process you can be better and better and better if you train uh-huh. and sing and of course now when I it's like half years ago when we recorded the horse and the other weird tales uh-huh. I I hear many mistakes and many things that I wouldn't do would do differently now uh-huh. but you have to have perspective because you know now I'm happy because I know I'm better singer now than I was six months ago right and, and and also when you are doing record i used to str- they were very stressful you know situations uh-huh. but now my mindset is different now and i just think that i'm doing my best with the abilities i have at the moment uh-huh. and and it has to be enough yeah i mean it, because I feel like sometimes you can try too hard and if you try too hard it shows but if you know your abilities but you try to push it just a little bit more Mm, sometimes mm. that's where that magic comes from you know like my own band tells me a lot of times like when they'll they'll be like you know know, try to push that a little harder and I'll go Mm. oh I can't they'll go just try it and then all of a sudden I try it and it sounds a little weird at first but then if I keep doing it then I go oh wait oh I can do this you know (laughs) like it's like so it really boosts your confidence and obviously you have the support of a great band who must really be very inspiring to you and push you as a vocalist yes that's true because we have a so good environment to do things uh-huh. and I'm not afraid uh, to you know do new things and play with my voice in a rehearsal place and I I know that nobody's gonna judge me because 
and that's a very important thing. Well, because that's the place to make it happen, you know, yeah. is, 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 you know, like if, if your band is really, truly honest with you, they're never going to let you do something <laughs> that they yeah, think yeah. won't work. Like, because yeah. I, because, you know, like, I don't think my bandmates would ever say, oh, gee, Don, that sounds great. You know, and then all of a sudden I get up on stage yeah. and I try it. Everyone's like, that yeah. sucks. And yeah, I'm like, yeah. why didn't you tell me? You know, so, you know, that, but that's, but you guys definitely, especially when I talked to Tommy, um, have a very close relationship. Um, uh, but one of the things that attracted me so much to Just and the Ancient Ones in general was just the overall lyrical content of the the songs they're very there's a lot of um esoteric kind of um almost mystical kind of i hope these words are making sense to you if, mm -hmm. you know but like yeah and as a songwriter who doesn't write these kinds of songs but mm. from a personal spiritual standpoint you know i'm not christian i don't have any yeah. christian fundamental beliefs or anything mm. um but i'm also not you know satanist because i don't believe in god so but anyway mm. the long story being is that the the lyrics of the songs really connected with me because they okay. seem to be on this kind of again like this esoteric left-hand path kind of mm. um kind kind of uh place um is that where you are as as a person i hope that's not too personal to ask and mm -hmm. if it is you don't have to answer but um is is that kind of part of your own personal beliefs too and if so is is that why it's easy to connect with the lyrics when you're singing the songs yes i would say so mm -hmm. but also I have my other other kind of thoughts mm -hmm. about life and and stuff that stuff like that. Yeah, I I it has been very not natural to me, and <clears throat> and all the lyrics from the chess and the ancient ones. I have always felt that it's easy to me to relate them. Mm -hmm. And like some, sometimes it feels like they are my words, which are, you know, the, when you're doing good lyrics, you know. Exactly. It got, you, you can connect people. Uh, yeah. Because if you don't really have a belief in what you're singing, you know, it doesn't come across. You know, mm. like I remember when I first heard you guys, I, I swore you wrote the lyrics, you know, <laughs> so I was very surprised to find yeah. that that you weren't actually the one that was writing a lot of the lyrics. Yeah. But now that you're writing and you're talking about doing some some things on your own, is mm. there is there room in there for you to contribute lyrically? to just in the ancient ones in the future or do you kind of feel like you have to have your own thing to do your own thoughts and whatnot i i want to have my own because i know um, because i have so you know the vision 
all this thick vision that I have, it's uh-huh. so strong that I, I'm not willing to compromise. <laughs> you know? Oh no, that's yeah, that's very true. Yeah. yeah. And so I'm really waiting to something to happen and make make things to happen. So when you do this um, kind of thing, obviously you have the support of your bandmates and everything, and they they, they obviously are very supportive of you. Um, is this something that we'll see pretty soon, or is this going to take a, a good while? <laughs> like, are we going to have to wait a long time? Well, because <laughs> I want to hear it now. So the, you know, the songs are kind of ready. Mm-hmm. I have more. Yeah, but I have to do some more arrangements with them. Uh-huh. Uh, I have a, a drummer at the moment, who's, who and she's willing to play with me, and she's pretty good. Uh-huh. And also Timo from the Jason Agent ones. Oh yeah, he's in it in it too. So I hope next year maybe. Oh, see, I would, I would love that. Now, are, would you just be releasing it under your name, or do you have a band name for it, or a project uh, I'm name not sure for it? Yet. You're still trying to figure that out. Yeah, yeah. It must, be, it must feel exciting though to have an outlet to do your own material. You know, like you said, like that you don't have to compromise because everything about being in a band is about compromise. You know, mm, but when you're doing true. your own thing, it it's yours. It's your own vision yeah. without any change. You know. Yeah. Of course, I'm willing to take you know good ideas and and of course when we're going to play it with in the band, it kind of gets its own form. Uh-huh. So what is going on with Just and the Ancient Ones now? Are you guys still still playing out shows yeah. in support of the thing uh, of the the thing, the horse? <laughs> the thing is a whole other <laughs> thing. thing. The thing that might be the next album. The thing and other strange yeah, horses, totally. you know, or whatever. Um, and if you use that, you can borrow. I don't care. I don't. Uh, you don't need to pay oh, me you, for it. Thank you. But uh, um, so like, uh, what? Uh, how long do you see going on with this? behind this album before you're moving on to the next project with Jess and the Ancient Ones? Well, we... Uh, maybe we're up to something. Mm-hmm. Y'all are so mysterious. <laughs> Seriously. Like, I love it. It's like, it's like, you're like, oh, maybe we're up to something. And I'm just like, I want to know now! <laughs> <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Yeah, we are in. In we have uh, a rehearsal day once uh-huh. in a week. Uh-huh. Sometimes two times in a week, and uh-huh. of course now we're we had a gig in Helsinki last uh-huh. weekend, which is fantastic. Now, from what I saw, I saw a clip of it. It was like I really, did you. Yeah. yeah, I think I think I saw it on YouTube. Oh no 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 no! It wasn't the one the last one. It was a previous gig then, I'm thinking, because it wasn't recent. I've seen so many clips of you guys popping up on YouTube from just the different dates that you guys are doing over there that um, it's like, I feel like it's the only way I get to see you live, (laughs) you know, so. Yeah, it will happen. (laughs) 
someday. I know. Well, so my my other my my other question, and I've 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 talked to, to Tommy about this, and I'm, I said, do you guys you guys need to start recording your live shows or something? You know, like to archive yeah. them because the live performances are just so stellar. You know, yeah, like like true. do you kind of see yourself? hopefully doing some more of that like maybe like just even just recording them from the soundboard or something like yeah just for posterity that's a great idea Uh it would be nice to have a you know kind of live record or some kind of dvd or stuff like that i don't know how hard it is to do things like that but You guys played a beautiful venue. I, I don't know what the name of the... I can't remember what show it was. I saw it on YouTube again. It was like a big theater. And it looked like there was a big screen behind you guys that had all kinds yeah. of cool, like, visuals on the screen. Uh, it was in my hometown. Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like, I saw... Because yeah. when I saw yeah. that, I was like, oh, my God, that would have made... That, that would be, like, a perfect place to do, like, a live DVD where you could really you know you know capture like a whole yeah you know the visuals and everything of the band i thought that was such a how was that to play such a show in your hometown well <laughs> it was very <clears throat> exciting because my grandmother's were <laughs> oh that's awesome yeah yeah and my uh my father's mother said after the gig it I'm wondering, you just, you must have good lungs to yell like that. And I was like, "Mm, thank you, Grandma, thank you. You must have good lungs. (laughs) Obviously, you don't smoke, right? You know, because like, my my lungs are very good, Grandma. Thank you for asking. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean. Really, really. Uh, not so much people, like 30 or something. And it was like big audience and all those, you know, empty chairs. Uh-huh. So. But it looked yeah. great. I'm so glad somebody yeah. captured it, though, you know? Yeah. So what is a song that you absolutely love to sing live every night? Like, when you guys... Like, what's what's probably your favorite one to really... You and Eyes. You and Eyes? Yeah. What is it about that one? Well, it have uh, it's so different kind of forms. It kind of starts with this groovy thing. Right. Then you yell and it's so, there's so much different kind of things. And it's interesting to sing it. I just love how it starts off. It starts off so slow, and I was like, "Oh, this is gonna be a mellow song," and all of a sudden, it wow, and I'm like, "Oh, that's great! It's like so groovy, you know." But I mean, so like, what what about the other aspect of it? Like, what's a song that you haven't played live in a while, or if ever, that you kind of say like, "Oh, I wish we could do this one." Goodbye, Virgin Grounds. <gasps> That's the one yeah. I told Tommy. I said, 
I said, I would fly to Finland just to hear you guys play that in, in its entirety. And he said, it would be our whole concert because we only play for like 45 minutes or so. <laughs> have, you, have you kind of thought about doing that? I mean, like I could imagine that, I mean, because of the length of it, it, it would take a long time. But, you know, but yeah. I bet playing yes, it live would have. be amazing. Yes, we have. But, and I'm trying to talk, talk to boys to do it, but... But I understand it's hard too if you have like, if you go to festivals or stuff like that, you have the 45 minutes or uh-huh. one hour to play. Right. So it it should be some kind of special event when you're going to do it because it's so long. Uh-huh. Now, I noticed you said you do play to kind of smaller crowds. Have you seen your fan base building? Um, are growing more and more with each album and tour? Yeah, in Finland, I think so, because now when we released the last record, The Horse and Other Weird Tales, I noticed that the smaller places we went after the second psychedelic coming, uh-huh. there were more people now than the, in the first, first time. Uh-huh. So, yes. And what about North America? Do you get a lot of do you get a lot of co- correspondence or from from fans here in the states? Mm, a little bit, yes. Yeah, we have face from Facebook. Uh-huh. People are asking when you're coming back, and yeah, I can see because it would be really cool to see Jess and the Ancient Ones come over as part of a really cool thing, but like. Like I, I just have a feeling I'm going to end up have my friend jokes all the time and says we just need to go to Finland and just like <laughs> follow them around for like five or six shows and then just come home, <laughs> you know? Because like we want to see you guys so bad again because the first time was just like oh man, like I wanted I wanted more than just the 45 minutes I got when you guys played with King Diamond here you know so yeah yeah but uh so um i'm trying to think um let me see um what are you listening to a lot these days music yeah well different kind of music because i i i'm studying in conservatory at oh, the moment okay yeah and singing is my main main course and so i have had listening a lot of classical music and jazz over these months but also my all-time favorite is the graveyard uh, i always get back to it and let me think i i think because I don't have so much time to listen to music nowadays, so uh-huh. last time I I listened to Mastodon when I went running. Uh-huh. It's good for it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and also different kind of music. I, I love rock and roll and blues uh-huh. and things like that, but I also listen every kind of music if it's good good music right you know. when you guys toured with King Diamond though yeah. that had to be so such a cool feeling to know that he picked you guys to just be the opening act like it's crazy did you did you learn a lot on that tour 
uh, the, of yeah. North America? Like, what was what were some of your favorite things about being in the U.S., being that you'd never been here before? Yeah. I don't know. It's strange feeling because, of course, I have watched really uh, much of many of you know American movies when mm-hmm. I was younger, and what now was nowadays still I watch. So it's kind of I felt like the places are you know somehow familiar to me. Mm-hmm. Like I, it's strange feeling. I don't know. I can't really explain it. Um, but what was the question again? Oh no, no, no. <laughs> no was that, was it like what were what were some of your favorite? What was like your some of your favorite things about being in the states that you? Uh, no, well, well, of course, the whole, you know, the King Diamond, how they did the thing, things on. I, uh, we learned so much, you know. We saw how. The kind of bigger uh, production, the production, yeah. yes, how it goes, and I love to see all the places, all the venues. Mm-hmm. So the venues were like wow, and also Rocky Mountains because we drew. Uh, oh we, yeah, yeah, and. Uh, Grand Canyon, you know, to see things because I'm uh, really into natu- natural people, natural mm-hmm. nature, yeah. nature. There you go, I'm really right. into nature. Yes, yeah. so I really enjoyed that kind of part of the trip. Of course, we didn't have time to do it much, but some little pieces there and there, and also the San Francisco, we saw. We went to the Redwood, Muirwood, what's the word? There are these big trees. Oh, the Redwood Forest? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was amazing. See, and what about the food? I'm always curious to ask my friends about it because well, American food is know, very odd for Europeans. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was nice to notice that there were like we went to the big markets and bought food mm-hmm. there were uh, organic products oh right right yeah and, yeah, and, and they weren't so expensive mm-hmm. than, because here in Finland I think everything like the food and clothes they're very expensive mm-hmm. so it was cheaper there Right. You know, and also we went to lots of Chinese places to uh-huh. eat. And of course, there's uh, somewhere good and somewhere not good. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but I remember that we also went to this golden corral. Golden corral. It was horrible. Yes, <laughs> there was, yeah, we have this kind of same kind of places in Finland, but they, they are comparing the, that they are nothing but also in the golden coral you had salads and stuff like that if uh-huh. you can choose to eat healthy you know right. what i'm saying right. yeah? yeah and also in the venues the food was very good yeah 
I just love that everybody talks about like when they come over from Europe, they talk about Golden Corral and they talk about <laughs> really? Waffle talk about Waffle House. <laughs> Which is like There I didn't go. Yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm t- I'm I'm mm-hmm. taking you all to the Waffle House <laughs> next time you come because it's just like it's it's like it's it's like breakfast all day uh-huh. and all night. Yeah. You know, it's wow. a, but yeah, Golden Corral's the worst. <laughs>
Call Justin and Ninja once. Bring him over to the U.S. Yeah. Come on, dude. Because <laughs> they brought spiders last time. I don't know if you know who spiders are, but uh, they're, they're a band. They're a band from Sweden. And I was like, I was like, come on, man. You guys brought spiders last time. Bring bring Jess and the Ancient Ones this time. You know, so I'll have to put in a good word for you. Because yeah. <laughs> that, be that would be an amazing show. We have me and my friend, yeah. again, my friend James, we always talk about that. Could you imagine seeing like Jess and the Ancient Ones in Graveyard together? Like our heads would just explode. <laughs> You know, it would just be like I don't know that we could handle it. It would just be too yeah. much, you know. <laughs> but uh, but you guys are such a wonderful band and so talented, and you've put out some of my favorite music, and you you've also become a very good friend. And like it's 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 so cool to see you guys experiencing you know some success and some growth. But uh, but I just love that you just okay. keep putting out good music. Are there any like demos that have never been released that? we might get to hear someday no 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 <laughs> they are demos but you, I think they're not going to be public <laughs> they're not going to be public I actually heard from Tommy that, that you guys first did a Danzig song together <laughs> What song? He said you guys did a dancing oh, song together when yes, you first joined the band. I forgot which one it was. He said you guys did. Uh, Devil's Plaything. Devil's Plaything. <laughs> that I want to hear. I want to yeah. hear that. I bet that was awesome. And we also played Rocky Erickson, Night of the Vampire. <gasps> no. And and Two Headed Dog. We have played Two Headed Dog in gigs. Really? Yes. Now, see, and the the other thing also that and that leads me to the other question. Like, I love the fact that you guys called the album "The Horse," but the song "The Horse" didn't show up. What yeah. hap What happened to the horse? <laughs> well, we had that song called. I can't remember its name. It was "Pale White Horse" or "Horse" or uh -huh. something. Yeah, horse something. And we played that song in the gigs. Right. And you can find that song, I think, in YouTube. Yes, because, I've seen it. I've seen it a couple times. Yeah. 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 But it just didn't work out. So uh -huh. it didn't end up to the record. Huh. Well, we'll have to figure something out because maybe I can get like a special friends demo or something with all the good stuff. <laughs> no, all right. <laughs> maybe. No, I love that though. But uh, so, but seriously, I'm so glad you took the time out to talk to me today and all the good stuff. And uh, um, it's just so nice to just finally get to kind of hear you know from you because I feel like we don't ever get to hear from the mighty Jess and uh, what, oh, so mighty I know you really are but uh, but so I guess I guess in parting um, where do you see where do you see yourself in the next say like five years or so wow it's a good question doing music I hope yeah and doing arts because I also paint and watercolor and marker works so that's incredible thanks so you do a little bit yeah. of everything mm, not everything but <laughs> things <laughs> right 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 
Well, that's awesome. Well, I, I'm super excited to hear your solo material. You know, so obviously we'll be. You said we'll probably hear that in like a year or so, maybe. Right? You said. Mm-hmm. And you're playing guitar on it. Mm, I hope so. I'm trying so hard to learn how to play, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm getting there. I love that yeah, classic amp that you have. It's great. Seriously? So, yeah, the sound. Perfect. Oh, see, that's so cool. It must be exciting for you to be learning new material, like like, like learn like learning these new ways of uh, creating music, you know, and mm. um, you know, like you're learning to play the guitar, you know, and you're playing some piano, and you know, you're writing the lyrics and stuff. Oh, that was the question I forgot to ask you. Was it lyrically? from your own material what 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 inspires the lyrics that you write for your own material like where what does that does that make sense like what is your inspiration for your words environment uh-huh. i must say nature all the things that are is happening see in the na- in the nature seasons seasons changing uh-huh. you can see and hear so much if you just go to the woods and and hear and listen what's happening and also every everything you know people around me my own thoughts uh-huh there's always something to pick up, you know? Yeah. I love that concept, though, of, 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 like you said, like kind of going to nature and just listening, you know, and kind of getting getting some inspiration. Oh, I just saw your puppy dog in the background. <laughs> she has that kind of, you know, satellite, because we have three do- dogs, uh-huh. and two of them had fight, and, and she has a nasty bite mark and stitches in her leg and she has to wear that you uh, know uh, the how co- you call that the cone yeah yeah <laughs> we actually we actually call it the party hat around here okay <laughs> <laughs> i like that you call it the satellite though that's much cooler <laughs> I, mean, I think i'd rather call it the satellite because it yeah, looks like a space yeah. dog you know <laughs> but that but that is so great though i'm so excited for your material and i'm so excited for you and i'm so excited for just in the ancient ones and um and i'm just super excited that we got to do our little uh our little conversation so me too cool well is there anything else that you'd like to add like would you like to like send out a message to like any of like the just in the ancient ones fans that are listening to this or listen to yourselves listen to your heart what it desires and because I think world is very crazy place to live you know Ah. And and I'm not sure that is everybody you know kind of awake what's happening around. Like I hope that people be happy and find their places who they are, get to know themselves. Obviously, the political climate here in the United States is very crazy. Obviously, you know. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. 
are you are you feeling any kind of effect of it from like like where you guys are at because I'm not very familiar with your 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 politics over there but like are you kind of feeling any kind of effect of the craziness that's happening here in the states over there or do you guys just look at us and go you poor people <laughs> well well I don't know everything affects to everything uh-huh. so but I don't myself I don't much you know the what's Europa the news right. I don't so often you know what's that word take kind of articles there and there or see uh-huh. some headliners and sometimes I watch news from the TV but 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 it's so strange that I sometimes I feel like how how do I I don't belong how do I belong to all this you right. know there's so much that I don't share with kind of the mainstream mentally or because I don't follow the news so much. Right, right. But of course, of course, it, they talk about it, the Trump and in the news, you know. And his hair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. His crazy ass hair, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I don't know. Uh, it's kind of like you're outsider. And uh-huh. you're, Oh, looking what the other people are up to. That's my dog, Cassie. She's she's getting antsy. (laughs) She wants to play. (laughs) She's cute. Oh, she's she's a pain in the ass, but you know Uh, I I love her. You know she's like she's my kid. You know I have Uh, to love her. So, (laughs) so well, cool. Well, thank you so much for doing this. I really appreciate it, and um, we should do this again sometime. Definitely. Yeah. Let's do that. I will. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. All right.